0: Kia and welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast And today I am going to call this one Kind of a strange title. If you find them Never let them go <laughs> And the reason that I find that quite humorous Is because I'm of course talking about training partners uh, For me a lot of my training personally Is done by myself I work a job where I work a lot from home um, And I travel a great deal as well So the hours in which I'm able to train Are at best kind of strange And probably inconvenient for other people And it was funny I went to a grading the other day uh, With a really good friend of mine A great sensei And watching his students train And come through and this and that And I thought you know How lucky I am to have a training partner like him I've got a couple of training partners And I'm very blessed to have them Because I think It's so hard to find a good training partner So What do I look for in a training partner? One, I look at someone who has a level of skill that is comparable or more advanced than my own, not necessarily. Um, I like to think that when I'm training with someone, they're going to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. It can be strange sometimes because especially if you're training with a student, you can fall very easily into teaching mode and while that may, may be great in a class setting, I think in a one-on-one training, when you're training with a peer, it can be counterproductive. So I remember over the years, I've had a number of training partners. One, one of them comes to mind. His name, is, his name was Dion. Well, his name is Dion. And um, we used to have the kind of training where we'd get into the dojo. We were young, we were in our 20s, early 20s. Um, and we just fight, we just spar. And I'd come out with cracked ribs, and he came out with a bloody nose, or we both came out with bloody noses, with big grins on our face because it was hard, hard training, lots of sparring, lots of conditioning. But it was one of those things where, one of those strange dichotomies in martial arts where you tend to push someone you care about a lot harder than someone you don't. That it's the strangest thing in the world but if you've been in the door drill for any period of time and you've got a good training partner or training partners you know exactly what i'm talking about i think also to finding someone who's going to push you and where there's not ego involved where they keep everything in perspective, and that's hard to find. A lot of times, you know, there's that tentative. It sounds like a date, I guess. It's kind of like a speed that, you know, you spend time with this person a short amount of time and you sort of go, oh, you know, is this the kind of person I can train with or do they have something to prove or do I have something to prove and so on and so forth. Do I get on with them for a start? And it can be quite hard. Uh, A lot of times, with all the great training partners I've had, I've had some training partners who are perhaps not so great, those ones that have something to prove. Unfortunately, they want to prove it on me, on my skin. And what it turns into, it turns into a battle royale where there's no exchange really. And and at times that is quite a valuable thing too. But as I get older, as I I'm gonna call it maturing. <laughs> as I mature, I want to have the kind of interactions with people that are going to encourage my study, um, I'm not saying that they have to be these intellectual debates, and um, but I'm saying a good robust training isn't always punching the shit out of each other, of my language, but you know what I mean. I think that when you find a good training partner, you should hold on to them, and I think you should endeavor to be a good training partner. A good training partner is the kind of person who makes offers in their technique, especially when it comes to sparring, um, that is not frightened to put themselves in a position of disadvantage so you can practice, and likewise, it's a reciprocal arrangement where you do the same. Where it's a question of getting together and seeing what it is that you want to train at, getting together and seeing what it is you want to improve, and then finding a way of doing that. Hence why it's so important to find that training partner and like I say once you find them never even let them go because and I'm not talking being a stalker but I guess what I really mean is to appreciate the friendship Um, appreciate what you're getting because it's not always around Um, and get as much out of the situation as you can at the same time being reciprocal and helping that person in their road because you know what As we know martial arts is a lonely road and we can practice by ourselves but you know it's always better to have an actual training partner and it's such a luxury so if you have that luxury and you have that time and you have that person or people or dojo which inspires you and allows that then never take it for granted because it is all too rare in this wonderfully political ego driven personality centric world of martial arts that we live in so like i say if you find that special training partner never ever let them go have a great day